Mary Stack, and I play Georgie Sullivan, and I am ready for a relaxing, murder-free, intrigue-free vacation with my friends. Hi, I'm Willa Wilson. I play Renette Bollinger. I am so ready for our hot girl summer. Um, our little town just couldn't handle all this all this sass in power, so we had to take to the roads. So we'll uh, we'll see where it goes. I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I play Birdie, the town menace, void communicator, a driver extraordinaire who is desperately in need of a vacation. And it definitely won't have any any sort of murder or mystery at all. It's just going to be like mojitos and the beach, probably. That sounds Martha's Vineyardy. I'm Jonah Knight, and welcome to Roll to Metal. This is part two of Belly Up on Martha's Vineyard, a sweeps week mystery. I have no idea what's going on, and I wrote this one. Okay, let's go. At Robin's front door, there is a very complex code to turn off the alarm. And luckily, Bertie, you have all of that in your email. As you walk inside this grand entry hall with the double staircase and the cathedral ceilings with the chandelier glinting off of a very well-placed window bringing sun in perfectly the little crystals creating rainbow patterns around the floor the walls are adorned with massive framed posters of the different covers of robin's books in all kinds of languages from all kinds of territories and you make your way in and there is a note on a table right at the base of the staircase. And the three of you can see that it says, Dearest Birdie, it is fabulous that you finally took me up on my offer to visit my humble cottage. Of course you would pick a weekend when I am on a book tour. That's so you. Help yourself to anything. I took it upon myself to buy you and your friends tickets to a fabulous show tonight. Wear your swimsuits. Kisses, Robin. And there are three tickets lying next to the note on the table. What kind of show involves us having to be in our swimsuits? I am curious. I read the ticket. Tonight at 8 o'clock, Jaws is being screened on the beach where they filmed Jaws. And it appears that inside the lagoon in the movie where the shark attack was, everyone gets giant inflatable donuts. You have uh, a number of flotation possibilities in front of you to float in the Jaws lagoon and watch Jaws being projected on a massive screen. That can't I'm be real. so this excited. Is absolutely this is brilliant. amazing. Oh I, my gosh. This is everything I've ever wanted and more. This is just weird enough that Robin would totally be down for this. So honestly, this sounds great. Next time we will have to come up when she's here so we can like, you know, talk. But you have to be chill about it, okay? You have to be so chill. Yeah. Yeah. So chill. So chill. So I wasn't chill. listening. 
Um, yeah, we yes. packed stuff, right? We have our swimsuits. Yeah. Um, we also need to find black tie attire. Maybe. Well, I've got my um, my stylish outfit that I think counts uh, because I'm a very, very fancy person and I can rock a blazer. We're either going shopping or we're checking out Robin's closets. She did say, help ourselves. Yeah. I mean, she has a lot of closets. Let's go. We'll have to get uh, it like, I mean, dry yeah. cleaned afterwards, probably. But Oh, of course. Huh. We're not beasts. <laughs> Little montage. Do you all go through the house together? Do you split up to go through the house? I, Georgie, would advocate for us to stick together because I... I don't know this house super well, and we're technically a guest of Birdie's, who is a guest of Robin's, so. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, you know, in case we get dropped in upon by the Longfellows, Tig, and Bluffo, I'm just expecting them to pop out of every corner. Just, like, talking about of you? (laughs) Yeah. You know, we've we've faced a lot of crazy shit recently. Um, and also in general, it says it says worlds about them that we are more freaked out about them than anything else that has recently happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Ronette, the three of you are going through the house and you come across a closed door, and when you opened it, what do you find on the other side? It's a lot of Jaws memorabilia, just stuff taken like from the set, just like a shrine to Jaws. Um, just uh, uh, every piece of merch that was released um, in that year. And it is probably worth so much money. You were probably yeah, talking about the clothes because that's what we're looking for. Well, I found Jaws stuff. Yeah, you did. <laughs> And I closed the door. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Bertie, you find what uh, perhaps for some people would have been a bedroom. But for Robin, it is just a master bedroom sized walk-in closet. Oh, there we go. It's in here. Um... I figure we're all like in the same hallway, but we might have like been looking at pictures and like slightly a couple feet away from each other. So she kind of just um, brings everybody in. Um, so this is what we're working with. Um, she has like a lot of different styles. I will say um, the few times that I've like, you know, seen seen like pictures of her and stuff because I'm our, our correspondence is mostly like over email and having met like once or twice, kind of, sort of. Um, it's kind of very vague. Oh, something or other. I, you know, who remembers when they meet people? Anyways, um, she has a very like differing style every year. She kind of like chooses an aesthetic, and then for that year, it's just that aesthetic, and then she like switches it up. It's like part of her, um, her like what's it called? New Year's resolution thing where she just changes her whole wardrobe. So, um, this is what we've got, uh, for this year. And I point at the things that we've got that are definitely clothes. Can you describe (laughs) the vibe of the clothes? Cause no, no, I cannot. (laughs) Okay. They're most all Um, of the vibes. Okay. Okay. 
a vibe here, here a vibe, there a vibe. Mm -hmm. Everywhere mm -hmm. a different vibe. Yep. Cool. I think there's probably at least uh, a half dozen pieces um, of things that people have worn at the Met Gala. <laughs> um, so just like weird, cool shit. Um, probably that like light up um, Cinderella-esque dress from what, 2017? Um, that had all the like LEDs in it. It was a full thing. Um, definitely Zendaya's like full armor piece from a, a year or two ago. Um, just like weird shit that looks like it should be uh, in, from a fantasy book, but also high fashion. Um, Amazing. That's, that's what I'm seeing here, I think. Yeah. Why not? You know, I had a fling with the guy that designed this one. Hmm. The 90s were weird. Georgie, as you explore the room, there is a window looking out over Robin's backyard. What curious sight greets you? I think that uh, there's a giant hedge maze in the backyard and in the center of the it's it's. Alice in Wonderland-esque. So like the hedge maze, the florals on the hedge maze are all very Alice in Wonderland. And when you, you get to the center, you are rewarded with a giant chess set and uh, it's edged with like set up for croquet with flamingo <laughs> mallets. Like it's just ready to go. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's pretty okay, fantastic. Okay, so I'm thinking... We yeah the way that we need to spend this, at least several hours we need to dress up in the most ridiculous stuff and we need to frolic around that maze and and just just go wild. I agree. Yes. I think there's some corsets in here. Oh, I brought some too. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. A few hours later, the three of you are floating on your inner tubes in the lagoon where Jaws was filmed. Everything kind of looks familiar. This is the beach from the opening scene where the girl was eaten just offshore. There's the dunes. There's the whole thing where Chief Brody was freaking out on the beach, watching everybody. And it was a hoax, but it wasn't really a hoax because over in the lagoon where you're floating now is where the big shark attack occurred. Nice. <laughs> so the movie is playing. You've gotten here. There's this guy. This is just filled with tourists, filled with locals. This is a fantastic event for everybody. There you can see there's a chief of police in her crisp uniform, tight red braid. She looks like she's just pissed off at everything. There's a, there's a man who's like kind of like a bean pole thin guy with a jaunty beret. He's got a little French mustache. He's got a little camera out. Looks like he's trying to be very serious about doing something. There's this old fishing boat chugging by the, the beach very slowly. Looks like, uh, looks like it hasn't been updated or painted, maintained very well since the 70s. There's just a lot of people everywhere. Oh, hey, there's a lady in a, a nice swooshy dress and rainbow-colored hair. There's a lot of people around here. Everything is happening. It's great. The movie is fantastic. It's exactly as you remember it, except it's on a gigantic screen. 
And then you get to the lagoon scene. And everything feels a little strange, a little surreal. It's like, yeah, this is where the shark attacks, the, the, and the, right where we are. And the whole lagoon is filled with dozens and dozens, heck, maybe 200, maybe 300 tourists all on inner tubes. And there's a moment during the scene. Was, was that a scream? Was that? I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to say because there's a lot of noise, but maybe there was a scream. But you're pretty sure that the temperature in the water is beginning to drop. It was pretty warm. And now it's cool. No, now it's cold. Yep, now it's cold. It must have gone down 30 degrees in a pretty quick amount of time. And you can see red in the water around you. And yep, that right there is a scream. It seems like someone is yelling shark. It seems like someone is yelling blood. And Mo, it just takes a few moments for all of these tourists to begin completely losing their shit. And maybe it's because they were already primed from watching the movie, but it looks like you're in the middle of two or 300 tourists on inner tubes, all making a mad dash for the shore. Can each of you roll the day move to see how safely you get out of this Jaws lagoon? Oh, I will God. say, if at any point um, there's a possibility of this, uh, Birdie would have, like, grabbed their uh, inner tubes and started pedaling. She knows that she's the, like, she's she's the more vital, physical person in the group. So she would just, like, snap to it because she's been stressed. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. You, then you roll first because maybe you're you're the one on edge. You're the one who might have that vitality enough to go first. Oh, nice. That is a solid seven. Yeah, I think you have a choice, Birdie. You are certain that you can get Renette and Georgie out of the lagoon really fast. But you might be behind. You might be one of the last people out of the water if you prioritize helping your friends. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, she will. She's going to make it look like uh, it was an accident. So she's going to, like, grab at them and then, like, as if she's trying to, like, kick off to start swimming, she kicks their uh, their floaties a lot further with her whole being. She just kicks at them to try and get them to follow the, the waves. Wow. Ah. What is Oh, no. Closer to the shore. Close. I would like reiterate. Closer yeah. To the shore. Oh, yeah. I know, yeah. but it's still, it's it's alarming. <laughs> Not toward shark. Fuck you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Georgie and Renette out of nowhere. You couldn't quite make it out, but something sort of propels you forward into this crowd of people, and you're sort of sucked up into the wave of all these tourists and their inner tubes, fleeing, <sighs> and you're sort of pulled into this stream. Unless you want to change it, you're going to be pulled right out of this water pretty quickly. I mean, we're trying to get not in the water, and um, I'm going to look around to see where my where my where my friends are um, in this crowd of people. I see Georgie's with me. 
Yep. I start to just assume that Birdie is with me, but if I see her further off, I'm a, I'm, I might yell. I'll yell a few things. Yeah, you look around and you see that Georgie is right next to you, but Birdie is Good. some distance behind. Like she's definitely towards the tail end of the crowd, and as you look back, the churning water is definitely red. Oh no, Birdie! Birdie, get over here! I say while running, come on, <laughs> paddle faster! Don't shout at me! I'm shouting wherever I want. Get get out of there! It's fine. It's just a stunt, probably. Then right, well, then just. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure Birdie is paddling as quickly as possible, but... Yeah, I know, but go faster. Yeah, I mean, everyone is just is rushing out of the water. It looks like there is there was one lifeguard that was in a rowboat. Um, Birdie, it looks like this, this lifeguard is sort of like pulling really hard, pulling really hard, gets close enough. You kind of like uh, look up at the rowboat and this lifeguard who looks exhausted, tired eyes, sunburned, uh, sort of reaches down. Uh, here, here, just grab hold and I, I can help pull you out. Or if if you want, I can help. Yeah, I can help pull you out. Grab my hand. I mean, does this, this lifeguard look like they're going to keel over if they help me? Uh, definitely look uh, very fatigued. Like maybe um, they don't get a lot of sleep. Oy. Uh but are they on like the trajectory of like helping people onto the boat and stuff? Yeah, or is it, it just me? They're trying. There, there's uh, there are two people on the other side that are like holding on to the boat. Okay, I think what I'm going to do is like smack their hand away and be like, "I can do it myself," and like get up so they don't waste the energy trying to pull me up. Um, and try to help the others get onto the boat as well, if possible. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I roll for that? Yeah. Let's see. That's probably that's probably also a day move. Yeah. Unless. Um, yep. Yep. Day move. Day move. Come on. Be better. <laughs> nice. That is a lot better. That is a twelve. Um. Yeah. I wanted to be fully in her uh, usual her usual attitude. She smacks lifeguard's hand away, um, pulls herself up and goes to like pull the other two out. Um, I think that at this point the adrenaline has hit her um, and she's no stranger to it. She like, whether it's at a rock concert or running from uh, things that where she's done something slightly uh, not law abiding. Um, <laughs> I think that she's, well attuned now, especially after all the mysteries, um, to danger. Mm-hmm. And so she's using it and letting it propel her. And she's going to be sore as fuck later. Um, but you know what? She's she's strong. She doesn't necessarily do workouts in the same way that some like yoga grandmas do. But she's she's fucking fit. She's she's pretty fit for her age. Um, and I think that it just shows in this. Um, and she tries to just like bark out orders at this obviously tired lifeguard who needs an emotional break. From the shore, Georgie and Renette, you see Birdie on this boat. 
lifeguard rowing, rowing, and you can see Birdie just yanking people out of the water and dumping them on the boat. These two people at first, and then there's a third, and then there's a fourth, and a fifth, fifth and a sixth. And soon enough, they are on the shore pretty nearby where the two of you are. And that is when you notice that the water is actually calm and that it's not red. It's just the color of a very nice lagoon here on Martha's Vineyard. And all of these tourists milling about on the shore look very confused. So what oh, you're saying is... this is a part is... of the movie, she starts saying loudly. Did it all hallucinate? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we all got drugged. So there's a lot of options here is what we're saying. And this lifeguard says, they didn't tell me that was going to be part of the show. Didn't I hear someone scream? Oh, yeah, I mean, you yeah. know how it is. Tourists, they get so freaked out about things um, so easily. I mean, yeah. it's spooky, you know, watching the show, uh, watching a movie in the same place it was filmed. It Like, it, it ramps up a lot of paranoia. Huh. Organized yeah. this event? Uh, it's just one of the um, the summer festival. It's part of the. It was part of the movie, the the summer uh, cinema, the movie, the movie. And the lifeguard sort of looks around and points at the uh, the guy with the camera and the beret and the mustache. Uh, him, Tommy. Tommy is part of the organizing committee for all the summer movies. I think he did some. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm so tired. Why did yeah. they have you working so much? Get some sleep. Yeah, can you go home and have a nice sleep? Maybe drink a cup of tea and, you know, have a restful evening. Can you take the rest of the night off? We're all out of the water now. Yeah, I um, I think I have. Well, I'm on the. I don't. I don't need. To, I mean, I'm. I have another hour and a half. I think before I go to the other job. So, um, this is fine. I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. What, what's your other job? Well, the one I go to next is at, is at the, um, the cafe, is at the, the coffee shop over in, um, Edgartown. Do you need someone to cover your shift? No, no. Um, this, <laughs> this time of year is a, is a great, um, great tips, great tips. So I'll, yeah. Okay. Well, take care uh, of yourself. Uh, thanks. Burnout's Thank you. real. It's no yeah. joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. Thank you. And they kind of shrug and um, start to wander off a little unevenly. Do you want to talk to Tommy? Apparently. I want to know what this, uh, what, what the summer movie program thing is called. Because I just had a feeling, I have a feeling it's got a really funny acronym. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Hmm. Pressure's on. <laughs> TikTok, Jonah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. So you make your way over to Tommy, but it looks like Tommy is arguing with someone. And before you can get there, he gets on a moped. And he points at this, this, uh, this woman who might be in her mid, late 30s. She's got kind of these, like, these nerdy glasses on and, like, hair that, like, does not love the humidity. And he says, I told you the ghost would return, but you wouldn't listen. None of you would listen, but the ghost shark is back. 
and he revs up the moped so it sounds as loud as it possibly can. And he hunches his shoulders forward and takes off at about eight miles an hour. Ghost shark. 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 <laughs> it would be such I a bad wanna... idea to get that chant going, but oh, I wanna. <laughs> How, how loud does he say this? Like, is it very obviously like, oh, God, it's the ghost shark again? Or is it like from emotion that he was raising his voice? Uh, he was it was definitely loud enough for everyone around you to turn and look at him. And he looked mad. And this lady that he's that he was yelling at just kind of shrugs, puts her arms up like, what? But he looked mad when he said that. You gotta talk to the glasses person then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's watching Tommy moped away. Slowly kinda but sh- surely. Mm-hmm. She's kind of shaking her head. No. Mm-mm. Done. That guy. Yeah, that guy. Tell me about it. Talking about ghost sharks and whatnot. Yeah. 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 Tell me, tell me about it. Tell me more about it. Well, (laughs) what's up? (laughs) Well, look, obviously there's no such thing as a ghost shark and it doesn't look like anyone was actually hurt. So it wasn't a real shark. This whole thing looks like it was fixed. This must be a hoax. I don't know. I, I mean, it's, when a when a crowd of people gets a panic, a lot of crazy things can happen. So I think, I mean, it was dangerous whether there was something to be afraid of or not, just because, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This whole thing, this, this hoax, this was, it was dangerous. Yeah. I don't know. So if I someone don't... staged something like that, well, that, that should honestly, it's like, you know, it's yelling fire in a crowded theater, almost literally. Yelling exactly. shark in a crowded lagoon. Exactly. Exactly. It's not funny. I don't know who's trying to do what here or what they're trying to prove, but this obviously... There's nothing funny about a ghost shark. Absolutely nothing funny at all. Absolutely. I don't want to hear more and more and more about this ghost shark. So what's up with this ghost shark? Well, I mean, really, I don't... They're... Okay, as a scientist... I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, I know. But like, is this ghost shark, is that like a, like a local legend? Is it like, is it a, a non-urban legend in these parts that everyone in town knows about or something? Or is it just like something this guy came up with right just now or something? Oh, that uh, I'm not from here. I'm, I came over from the Oceanographic Institute at Woods Hole. Um, and just, I was going to do some research, but all the, all the boats, I guess I timed it wrong because maybe the 4th of July weekend on Martha's Vineyard is not when you should expect to find charters. But, um, yeah, that makes sense. Right. I have another lead. I think everything is taken. I think I'm going to go over to, um, I heard that there's a, there's a fishing vessel over in Lobsterville. I'm going to go over there tomorrow and try to try to charter it. Yeah. Well, what are you coming here to research? Yeah. Oh, mostly I, I, I'm really passionate about overfishing 
And I think there's there's some evidence that maybe if I can uh, if I can document some of the 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 schools of fish in the region, I can probably make some headway with uh, with local government regulations to try to cut back yeah. on fishing. Yeah, that's that's very that's a really wonderful cause. Yes. Oh, thanks. I, I and I'm sorry if I missed this, but then how how are you involved in the the cinema series, the summer cinema series that Tommy would be yelling at you about a ghost shark? Oh, I'm I'm a movie nerd. And um I got here and I was just talking to him because he had the he, he I talked to him earlier because he had this camera out and I I know something about cameras and I don't know. He I don't know what I don't really know him. But he just started talking about ghost sharks. And of course, there's no such thing as a ghost. Mm. There's no such thing as a ghost shark. There has to be a scientific explanation for this. Unless yeah. unless Tommy did this. Maybe Tommy. I don't know. I have no evidence. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So you're not like ingrained in this whole situation. You're just you, you were just literally an acquaintance that Tommy decided to yell at. Yeah. Um, and she picks up her backpack. Um, yeah. And, uh, opens the top. This is a, one of those old military ones with the top flap that opens up with straps. It's like, yeah, I'm, um, no, I'm just a, I'm a marine biologist, um, scuba diver. She opens it up. You see scuba diving equipment in there. Nice. Yeah. That's just what I'm, what I'm here for. Yeah. That's really cool. It sucks that you got caught up in that crazy, nonsense everyone that guy started yelling everyone started looking at you i don't know what was going on it's weird yeah yeah i don't know i've um it was weird but he's a kook he's a kook anyone I get that idea yeah anybody who believes in ghosts <laughs> they're just they're not they're not my kind of people mm -hmm. no yeah totally um, so like you think the whole, um, dark legend of the sea is, is crazy, right? Oh, that's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, I've, I've spent so much time underwater. There's no documented evidence of sea serpents or monsters or anything like that. Obviously that's just, that's just fanciful thinking. No. Yeah. Or like if somebody saw something, there could be a scientific explanation for it like it's yeah. it's a trick of the light or like shadows of algae that's mixed with seaweed on top of a fish or something exactly exactly right right there's or a hallucination or a hallucination sometimes sometimes when you're underwater you can get disoriented you can see like you just said some shadows some light you think it's a strange thing when really it's just nothing how it's just would you, a, how would you explain a sharp drop in temperature in the water oh i maybe um maybe just a change in currents okay yeah i saw yeah. there was a boat that went by maybe maybe it was as simple as changing some currents to um to bring some cooler water in that yeah how much how much shark. and how yeah how much and how quickly would the temperature drop if it was just because of a current change oh probably a few degrees or so but it can be very fast. So not like, 
not like 30 degrees in a in a few seconds, right? Oh, no, not not this time of year in these waters. I mean, if that were to happen, like, what would be the cause of that? Because that seems crazy. Yeah. Oh, I, like, if I, that is the thing that we all just experienced just now, uh, those of us who were in the water, uh, what what could that be? And she looks suddenly a little suspicious. Uh, well, I'm science. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't happen. I mean, there's hmm. just not really a way something like that would happen. Yeah. And, you know, our internal temperature gauges, it's difficult to know. Like, if maybe if we had some equipment that could monitor the temperature, we'd have a better gauge of what actually happened. Because, you know, I don't, I don't know. It felt, it felt like at least a 30 degree drop in just a few seconds. Yeah. You know, more data, possibly. I yeah. like the I like the idea of having some equipment to measure, yeah. measure the effects of things like this. But, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, it was a group hallucination. Maybe everyone got a little scared, um, and then just thought that it got that cold. But uh, thirty degrees in a couple of seconds is not—that doesn't sound right to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Group hallucination makes way more sense. Than Definitely. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, maybe test the water for drugs. I don't know. I'm just throwing throwing out ideas. Okay. Well, just the... grab a sample. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not really what I do. But yeah, I'm, no, I'm... yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, sorry for taking up your time. What's your name again? Rachel Meyer. Rachel Meyer. Yeah. Well, I'll keep an eye out for all of your uh, cool marine biology, uh, local government, anti overfishing things. You got my support. Okay. Thank you. Um, another fan of science and another day well lived. Yeah. Rachel looks like she is on her way away someplace. She's turning and she's leaving. All of the tourists seem like they don't want to get back in the water. This beach as you take a moment to look around, looks like the shifting dunes are just like soft enough that maybe if you're not careful, you could twist an ankle, take a header over a side. As the sun begins to reach the horizon over the ocean, uh, looks like the ocean breeze. You can even taste the salt in the air. What would you like to do? Did they stop the movie or is it just kind of still going amongst like all the chaos happened and the movie just kept rolling? Oh, it is still going. I mean, I'm cool to watch the rest of the film if it's like still going. Are are people getting back in the water or are they staying on the shore? Yeah, it looks like a lot of people don't want to get back in the water. There are a couple, but they seem younger. Maybe like high school kids, college kids don't seem to care if they get eaten by a ghost shark. Mm. All been in there. I think mm. I'm good personally. I don't, I've seen this movie. I don't, it was kind of the whole like kitschy thing of like watching it in the space with it. But now I'm intrigued because yeah, you all felt that, uh, that drop in temperature, right? And you saw the red in the water. I definitely, oh, yes. yeah. Yes. I mean, that we've all be, seen it, it. it turned out fine, but that's not good. 
Luckily, oh. it could have easily not turned out fine. I feel like our options are we could stay and finish the movie out for science just to see if the ghost shark comes back since there are a few errant youths back in the water. So Mm -hmm. for science, we could stay Mm -hmm. or we could go back to our uh, accommodations and play in that delightful hedge maze. (laughs) It's kind of like the vibe of... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I don't know what I was going to say. Please go ahead. <laughs> um, I kind of want to get the vibe of everyone there besides the tourists. Like, is it just tourists or the lifeguard? Um, any of the, like, vendors? I'm sure there's some sort of, like, on-beach snack places. Like, people that look like they aren't just vacationing here as tourists like people who might live here or come back every i want to look for the people that know a little bit more about what they're doing and not looking around wide-eyed so we mm-hmm. talk to the i locals. think that is a great idea love it sure well i think the first thing is you start looking around you notice that there's a strange structure sort of on the beach it seems a little out of place for a beach what is it what's the structure it's a really dumb looking like cabana hut um, that like they were trying to go for like a, you know, a, a tropical beach vibe um, with like a thatched roof and stuff. But it's all really poorly done. And it's like the like the roof thatched. It's 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 just like plastic, like a plastic grass skirt, you know, those things instead of like, you know, actual building materials. It just looks, it, they, they was trying to go for a vibe and it did not hit it right. Like plastic yeah. grass roof and like painted PVC pipe siding. Yeah. 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 It's that, but it's a jungle gym also. <laughs> mm, a little bit of both. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like kids are playing on it like it's a jungle gym at least. Yeah. Even if it was not made as such. Um, the locals know that that is what it is. Yeah. Uh, right next to that odd cabana, the lady with the rainbow hair and the swooshy summer dress is standing there. And from the distance where y'all are, you can't quite hear what she's saying, but it looks like she's yelling at these kids saying something. I'm going to get closer. As you get a little bit closer, she is very wide-eyed and seems like whatever just happened really had an effect on her. And she's yelling for these kids to get down off of this thing, which is not a jungle gym. And you can hear her saying something about, like, I knew it would come back. I knew it would come back. The legend is coming true. Ah, gasp. Oh, my. Yeah, well, I'll come uh, ingratiate myself by also scolding these children. Um, oh, children, maybe don't. Let's let's not get ourselves into a situation where about where we're about to fall to a horrible death. Can we not? Can we not do that? Thank you, thank you, everyone. Please get down. Fun fact: that is how I talk to kids. 
Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's not effective. Are you stocks over? Do you want to break your legs? Because you're going to break your legs doing that. Do you really want to have no legs? And the kids look grumpy and finally. No climb, legs, no jungle gym. Climb down. And I don't know the, how you do that, Purdy. I'm just mean. It works. Huh. It doesn't actually. Don't don't I, listen to me. It doesn't I work. I just get nervous ordering good. around kids because you know they they're they're small and they move really fast and they're they're shifty little guys, you know? They're yeah, scary. But they smell fe they smell fear. That's mm, the thing. Yeah. I just I I don't know what they're up to, so I'm always scared to anger them. Well, thank you. Thank you. I can't stand these children. Uh, and this lady looks like she's eh, maybe like maybe 10 years younger than you. Mm -hmm. And just like, thank you very much. I, I keep telling I keep telling the sheriff that we need to do something to keep the children from climbing on everything on this island. But she doesn't listen. What was that you were saying about the uh, what was it? The shark name? Ghost shark. Oh, and her eyes get really big. I have been preparing for the ghost shark. Now, I'm sure it's either a spirit or maybe a, a curse or a, a vision or something. But I knew that the ghost shark would return. So it's been here before. When was it last year? Last night. It was here last oh. night. Oh, mm -hmm. I didn't hear about that. Was it a similar sort of a situation? Sort of. It, it, not here, but um, more offshore uh, uh -huh. between here and Nantucket. I think mm -hmm. that's where it was. I think that's where it was. Mm hmm. Huh. Yes. And I've it been... just like, yeah. And it just spooked a bunch of people, is what happened? Well, at first it was just spooking people. And then it mm -hmm. began flying, and then oh. it began, it, it took down a helicopter, and after the helicopter, I think, um, let's see, what happened after that? After that, it, it, I'm, there was a whole section of the dream where it was in um, oh, okay. the mall. That's a dream. dream. But, um, mm -hmm. yes, but I've been dreaming about ghost sharks for years, and I knew it was coming. Okay. Okay, so yeah, this is a a series of prophetic dreams that you've been having. Exactly, exactly, okay. exactly. That's so this what is I the have. First been... time that it's it's this is the first time that it's that it's made its appearance in this realm. I, I who knows what the spirits do. I can say that I mm -hmm. have been I've been warning people for years that this was going to happen, and finally I have been proved right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your name? Oh great Oracle. Uh Janet. Janet Puddles. Mm. Okay, Janet. Mm-hmm. I um oh, and she um uh finds a secret pocket in her floofy skirt and pulls out a business card. I own the um the New Age for Your Face store in Vineyard Haven. If mm -hmm. you want to come by um, at any time during regular business hours, I'm I'm more than happy to um we have um you know, we have some old books that I could that that might have information about ghost sharks. Um, or we have crystals, and sometimes when you hold them under the water and you look through them, it looks like there are sharks. Um, I like those. 
Um, there's also incense that I, I think probably smells like uh, shark ghosts. So we have, we have many, we, we have many fine products that are related to ghost sharks. I love all of those things. Uh, mm. If you could, you know, I think we will stop by if you were able to pull out, pull, set aside some of the ghost shark related books. And you know what? Those, those crystals sound pretty intriguing. I, I think I'm going to absolutely mm. need one of those as well. Mm. Yeah. I'd love some uh, to check out the, any of the, books that have you know local lore about possible spirits that inhabit this island and it's mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh and it's uh neighboring waters yes like 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 martha like martha like martha yeah martha like martha yeah mm -hmm. yes. yeah could martha and the goat shark be could they be related yes i think they are I think they are related. Okay, yeah, you think they are. I think they are. Yes. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm good. Yes. Good talk. You are clearly very full of information. Yes. I I have uh, a a lot of information about the spirits and the ghost shark um uh whose return I have prophesized for many years now. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yes, and now that everyone sees that I'm not crazy, that I have been correct all this time, I am sure, I am sure that they will be apologizing for, for they know what. They know what they did. They know what, yeah. See, they know what, uh, we, we actually just came to this island, mm. um, today. Uh, so we don't know what, but we would love to know what. Mm -hmm. They have not taken my visions as seriously as mm. they could, um, and there have been rather cruel whispers over the years about my insistence on being able to see the future Careless. and speak to uh, the other side. And mm -hmm. um, I also do tarot readings. I also, mm. um, if any of you are interested, I can um, often um, speak with the departed. If any of you, mm -hmm. um, we, we offer a number of services at a new age for your face and um mm -hmm. are the business hours printed on the card that she gave us or is it just like yes they are printed on there yeah. okay. <laughs> i didn't know how like official this business card was it looks like some i mean <laughs> there are only three or four typos that you can see on first glance <laughs> uh Arrow okay. is spelled like the root and not like the car. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Wow. Right. Uh, I was going to say I hand her my business card to know to set aside books for us, but we're in our bathing suits, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. We probably don't have those on us. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we are really looking forward to swinging by and. And talking more with you. Um, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. and getting a tarot reading. I mean, oh, we we have to. We have to do that, obviously. We've got to, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, when in Martha's Vineyard, that's really what you think about when you do. Yes. You think about the tarot readings in Martha's mm -hmm. Vineyard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Haunted water. Absolutely haunted water. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, the water. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, great, cool. Super nice to meet you. Um, talk. Mm-hmm. You are you mm-hmm. are a fascinating <laughs> modern Cassandra, and I look forward to interacting with you more in the future. I was gonna say I thought your name was Cassandra. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. No. It's it's, it's Janet. Janet. It's Janet Puddles. Yep. Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye. Oh. Bu- oh. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I dragged him away. I I hate <laughs> this place. Everyone's so weird. We're usually the weird ones. I don't like this. I love it. <laughs> I mean, no, I am seriously excited about having the opportunity to acquire books about ghost sharks uh, and other local legends. I think, yeah, that might be the very best souvenir that I can I could possibly imagine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? We might find out some some creepy shit, and it might be helpful. Or, I mean, what is creepy know. shit not helpful ever? You know what I mean, like. It'll be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we end up getting in our get snagging a submarine ride sometime on this year vacation, maybe we could do some investigations. Yeah. Well, you know, look for ghost sharks. There's probably a way for us to like, you know, um scientifically track the temperature of the water around us when we're in the sub. Well, I'm sure it has some kind of external temperature reading. Yeah. That's just got to be a part yeah. of it. We should have gotten Rachel's contact information. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she said she was going to go we'll to like Edgarville or something, which is nearby, maybe. She was going to find a, a fish. Yeah, just throw your shit everywhere, Renette. Yeah, I did. I In do. Lobsterville. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Oh, I, I thought it was Edgarville. Well, I think I think the, the lady shop. with the cafe, the tired lady. Yeah. Tired person. I don't remember. The lifeguard works at a cafe in Edgartown and Rachel mm-hmm. was had a lead on a boat in Lobsterville. Mm. The sun is beginning to set a bit. It's 8 p.m. What do you mean? Why were we watching an outside movie in the bright light? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That's a fine question. It said 8 p.m. I mean, no joke, in real life, that's why I don't do summer movies outside, because they start way too close to my bedtime than is comfortable for me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sunsets at like 10 this time of year. (laughs) It's ridiculous. And to be clear, you're not speaking as Georgie at this moment. No. (laughs) No, guys. I I might be doing the accent, but for the most part, I'm speaking as myself. Sleepy time at 10 or 11. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so late. Yeah. <laughs> 8.31, I'm out. Oh, I'm in bed reading a book by 30, but then I'm reading for like an hour and a half-ish. Nice. Mm, 2 a.m. <laughs> if it helps, I'm miserable. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't help. Well, are you are you departing on your are you on your way back to your hovel? Your vacation yeah. hovel. I guess like mean, everything's uh, yeah, closed up, probably. Yeah. Well, there is well, a lot. I mean, it's the summer. There's probably some shops, like maybe on the on the ride back, we can see it. Let's just take a look at the town, see if there's anything that we want to visit now, or if 
we just want to check it out tomorrow morning before our spooky luncheon. Can we get ice cream on the way back? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I could also, I, I should also, yes, you can absolutely stop for ice cream. Good. good um, you. <laughs> um, you can also search for clues. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's search for clues. There's a uh, thing yeah, we're let's, supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, like as a as a move instead of just as a messing around. Yeah. <laughs> like we can roll some dice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Where where are you? <laughs> where do you want to search? Do you want to search? What would you like to do? I would like to search um, around like the uh, the the screen and the projecting system, like any of the uh, the stuff that made the movie. So it looked like it was, you know, any of the equipment to see if there's anything funky going on. Like if there was like, you know, some lighting set up to make it look like the water went red or something any uh you know special effects going on that to make it spooky can you roll the meddling move i would love to can i use reason for that because i'm using my expertise in the uh uh film production industry to analyze this stuff yeah all right that is a hefty seven Renette, you make your way over to the projection booth, which is really a lifeguard tower. And it looks like they have set this this pretty big projector up on the other on one side of the lagoon. You don't really understand the um the mechanics of this thing because why is it actually this bright when it's daylight out? But hey, mm-hmm. technology is a crazy thing. It's wild. You're on your way over there. You look up. The the projector is still going. You don't see anyone around here. Uh, I'm going to pull out my phone because when I was dropping things just uh, a few minutes ago, that's because I was, um, you know, trying to pick up the stuff that we had left on the beach before we went on into the water. So I have my phone um, and I'm going to uh, use it, pull up the camera and zoom, (laughs) just just zoom on the screen so I can get a good close look at what's up there in there in the booth. It looks like on the floor of the lifeguard stand. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you were standing up there, you wouldn't see it. But because of the angle of the phone, you recognize this thing. Uh, well, you at least had uh, seen, have seen props of this in like one of those old films that you worked on. Many films. So many. Yeah. You recognize it like right away as a vintage incense burner. And there is still smoke coming out of it. Fascinating. Maybe from the angle of your phone, it sort of looks like it was hastily stuffed underneath something. Okay. Well, I am interested in analyzing the kind of incense that could have been in there because my bro, I'm, my top theory is still that it's drugs. Um, we could have all just, you know, had a, had, had a, you know, a group hallucination because we all inhaled some funky stuff. 
I can't reach it from where I am, right? You would have to at least get a couple of steps up on this ladder. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm a climate. I'm a. I'm a climate. I make great decisions. Grab the incense burner. Let's say that you have done that. I did it. I did it. Nice. Georgie, where did you go? There's still people around you could talk to. There are things you can go look at or examine. I kind of want to go back to the water um, and just see, like, if there's any remnants of if it were a hoax, like mechanical things or things that would lower the temperature of the water. I don't know. Just see what I can see uh, at the water's edge or even a little bit into the water. And you're just looking around. You're just sort of like. Yeah, I guess rolling with reason. Like, if anything's out of place kind of thing. Well, that's 13. Because it's a sweeps week mystery, there is no associated void clue. So you're looking in the lagoon. There are a bunch of um, youngsters in there trying to watch the end of the movie. That lifeguard is still around, still on duty. And you don't see anything immediately in the lagoon. But then something sort of catches your eye because the lagoon, as lagoons do, connects to the ocean. And there is a bridge that goes over the channel that runs from this lagoon into the ocean. Yeah, you remember this from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to ask and then I was like, uh, I feel dumb because I'm pretty sure I remember there being a bridge and I want to go on that bridge but now I can't remember if I've made that up. So mm-hmm. thank you for confirming. <laughs> that's actually that's actually fantastic because like to get a better view, you do sort of go up on this bridge and look out over the lagoon and you notice something under the water. And from where you are, you can't quite make it out. The sun is going down, but it looks like there's a strange underwater glow moving from the lagoon under the bridge back into the ocean. You can't quite make out the size of it. it, it it's a little distorted under the water. This must be near the, the ocean floor, the lagoon floor. So it could be large, it could be kind of small, but there's definitely something underwater glowing and moving back out into the ocean. So if we were to characterize this clue, it would be glowy underwater thing moving. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. And soon enough, it disappears out into the ocean. Birdie, where did you go? Guess I'll go talk to the people because that's what's left. I mean, you see uh, that sheriff is still around. Looks like she's trying to calm people. Yeah, I guess I go, I'll t- talk to her. Birdie's had enough of people, but unfortunately, she is a detective and mystery solver first and a bitch second at the moment. You get a little bit closer. You can see the, the star on her uniform it says Chief Dunn, D-U-N-N. It looks like as you get closer, you can see that she's talking to Mike, Mike Church. And Mike is just like uh, chewing a new toothpick. He says, look, look, well, I don't know what to tell you, Bobby. 
Uh, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. Uh, uh, this whole thing, you know, you yell shark. We've got a panic on our hands on the 4th of July. We can't, uh, we can't disrupt the whole island like this. You got to keep it together. You do realize you're like quoting the movie almost exactly, right? What movie? So like, what's the deal? Just completely ignoring Mike. What, what, what happened? That was weird. Um, what's the deal? Oh, I, I don't, um, I don't really know. I don't know the deal. I am kind of new here. I've only been, uh, this contract, uh, halfway through my first summer on the island. It's probably a mistake. I'm not really a, a water person, but, uh, my contract is about three more years. So I guess I'm, I'm here. Okay. Did you, uh, did you need directions, ma'am? Yeah, directions to the truth of what just happened in the water. Oh, uh, it's probably just some panic. Just some panic. Uh, uh-huh. You know, we're we're going to prioritize safety. We're going to try to, um, if it looks like uh, this, this this sort of thing continues, then maybe we'll have to shut down the beaches. But, uh, but that's not the kind of thing that we want to do. And Mike says, no, nah, we don't want to shut down the beaches. You're just a... Uh, you're just going to make things more trouble for all the businesses. It's the biggest holiday of the year. This is where we we make enough money to survive through the winter. Okay, so like, Birdie's just watching them not really pay attention to her and replay that scene in the movie word for word. And it's just like, they don't even, they, they're not going to recognize that this is what's happening. Um, I guess so she's just trying to, glean anything off of their expressions or their demeanor like has this happened before um i don't think she's super interested in trying to pull any more truth out of them um i think it's more about like how they feel about it like if something has happened before or anything like that can you roll the metal absolutely oh seven plus i guess presents so eight. So what I think Birdie would do is um, say a few like incendiary comments and statements to rile them up to see where they crack. Like um, her usual kind of attitude of like, I can't believe this would happen. And on 4th of July weekend, no less, after uh, everything we got, we've been through to get here. And this, some people are saying this has something to do with the like, dark creature of the sea or whatever and i just think that's bonkers and just trying to get anything from saying a bunch of buzzwords yeah yeah mike is nodding 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 see you can't just turn the tourists away like that they came here looking for looking for a good time looking for a vacation like this lady right here just wants to relax just wants to forget all her troubles wants to go to the deep Sea Monster Festival tomorrow? You can't close the beaches, Sheriff. Sheriff Dunn says, Okay, Church. Now you listen to me. I know about you. And I know about that sailboat. And Mike says, Hey, uh, I got nothing. You you can't prove nothing. I got nothing to do with that sailboat. You better hope I don't find a connection to you in that sailboat, Mike. You better hope. If we got to close these beaches to protect these people, I'm going to do it. If I find any connection to you with that boat, the closing the beaches is going to be the least of your troubles. You hear me? And Mike says, 
you're never going to find anything. And he turns to go. And Sheriff just kind of shakes her head, turns to you, Bertie. That guy right there, he's got his, he's got his fingers into everything on this island. Tell you what. We find, uh, we find a sailboat full of cocaine. Oh. There's only one person it could be. Mike Church. I'm sorry, who are you? Um, oh, I mean, I'm Birdie. It's, it's nothing important, but, um, sorry. You think he's the only one on this vacation island that has cocaine? And she No, looks... I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, why specifically him? Because it's his boat or? No, we don't know whose boat it is. But I got, I got a hunch. I got a hunch it's him. He seems to have his fingers into every pie. Right, yeah, because, you know, he, he sells or rents mopeds and also all the other stuff that he definitely mm. does that I mm-hmm. know about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's, he's definitely weird. Um, but, you know, you've got a lot of characters on this island, so I'm, I'm not surprised. It's just home. It's just where these people live. I get it. You know, I'm a good close friend of um, of Robin's, so she's told me some pretty crazy stories. Oh, well, great. Seeing if they uh, recognize Robin, Robin's name or anything. Her, she seems a little blank. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Was hoping to use that to our advantage, but that's oh, fine. you know what? But that's one of your moves, isn't it? Um, it is. Get resources. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remembered that for sure. Oh, wait, Robin, Robin who? Oh, uh, Robin Masterson, uh, the author. Oh, the author. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she owns a house here, doesn't she? Yeah, she's awesome. We're just, uh, we're staying uh, as, as, as guests of hers. Oh, then here's a good one. You can tell her this. Mm-hmm. We found a sailboat. Maybe she can put it in one of her books. Oh, yeah. You know what? I would be sure to pass that along because that is right up her alley. Mm-hmm. She's always looking for mysteries and all that. You know what? I, I'm actually kind of an advisor of hers. I'm not really supposed to tell people this, but, oh, you know, wow. I mean, you're very trustworthy. Um, Thank you. And um, oftentimes uh, she vets a lot of, like, spooky, mysterious stuff through me that she's heard from people. So, like, if you have any ideas, um, anything that's, like, especially stuff that's closer to real-life mysteries, she loves that. So anything weird that you hear about recently, Mm. like, while I'm here, feel free to shoot that to me. Like, I would love to hear about it. And Um, she would write about me? She put me in one of her books? You know, there's always a chance, uh, especially if you've got some good ideas. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, I, how about this? Uh, it could be a book about a, a sheriff from Fargo who good, takes, good. takes a summer job on, um, on Martha's Vineyard, but she really doesn't like water. Oh, that's a great premise. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And then there's, and then she finds, uh, she gets a, a tip. That there's a, a sailboat down at the harbor, and she goes down and looks on the sailboat, and she finds just a a, a bag of bags of cocaine. So like a smuggling ship. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh, like a smuggling ship. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we're at Martha's Vineyard, which is probably somewhere near some border of some place. Yeah, the the... United States border and yeah, the, exactly. the ocean border. Yeah. 
the ocean border, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know where we are, and I know geography for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's really interesting. And you have like a suspicion that it's this um, this man, man of a jack of all trades kind of mm-hmm. guy that's always you know doing stuff around the town for the. T- I mean, like, what else does he do? Oh, he's on my short list for sure. Mm-hmm. Short list. You have a short list. That's so official. Who else is on your short list? Oh well, I, I, sh- I probably shouldn't say. Oh no, of course. I mean, I just figured like for for the eventual novel about this, like it's good to get mm-hmm. the details um, early on because then you can like cross check them afterwards. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of suspicious people on this island. Uh huh. Yeah. There's um, I it could have been a lot of them. Could have been. I, really, I just haven't started the investigation yet. But what oh, I can uh-huh. do is, um, if uh, if um, Robin wants to write a book about me, I will I will take notes this time for the investigation and um, share them with her. Oh yeah, I mean she's on her book tour right now, so feel free to just drop them by the house, um, and I'll make sure they get like right on top of her. Oh like, yeah, front like most important part of her desk. Okay, I know where that is. I know I know where she lives. Yeah, I'll just stop by anytime. Yeah, do you have like a card or anything? Like a business card? Like I don't obviously. Yeah, I'm the huh? I'm the I'm the sheriff. So you, got a, you have a card? Yeah, it, it just it's 911 is usually the mm-hmm. number if you want to talk to me. Uh-huh. No, you yeah, call, that makes that makes a lot of sense. You can call it anytime. Okay. And I then really and they'll just put that. you right through to me. Right, and your your name's Bob Bobby Bobby Dunn. Yeah, Bobby Dunn. Yeah, Sheriff Sheriff Bobby Dunn. You can just call me Bobby Bobby. Okay, Bobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, great talking with you, and I'm really excited about this idea that we've been, you know, bouncing back and forth. I think Robin's really going to be interested in that. Um, yep. Yeah, cool. Just um, you know, drop us a line or drop us whatever, whatever. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Cool. See you around, Bobby. I think we're good. It's so funny. The 911 thing. I know. I can't. I feel like every conversation that Birdie has with anyone that is not her two closest individuals, um, there's like a rough start and then it gets really good. And then she doesn't know how to end the conversation. And so she's just like sweating, trying to get out of there. Um, I think that's you you're describing. It might be me. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>